Hi, I'm MK Lott, and this is Quarantine Campfire. So, before I start, um, congrats. We survived 2020. <laughs> we kicked it in the crotch from a socially considerate distance, and I'm proud of us. We, I mean, crap hit the fan, but not all of it hit the fan. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm really excited to have 2020 done and I'm I'm super stoked to start 2021 and see where life takes me and where life takes us. Um maybe that's my inner college graduate talking, but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. And I wanted to bring up something that has been helping me tremendously with my mood. Um I started it back in uh November 30th, 2020, and I stopped for a while and I picked it back up on December 19th. And that is journaling. I want to talk about how important it is to keep a journal or why you should. I'm not, I don't, I don't know why I made it sound like I was going to prescribe it to you, but yeah, I want to talk about how important it is to keep a journal. I say as I drop it on the floor. I have found that it has been so helpful to document, number one, my thoughts. Number two, the thoughts that I prioritized as important. And three, certain patterns and habits that I get into. Um, and I, I mean, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm reinventing the wheel here. I, I'm pretty sure that's been said over and over again. But in fact, I, I remember talking to some of my coworkers about this. Um, and I, <laughs> I agree with my manager. It, it's almost kind of like when you keep a journal, you get to leave a, a little bit of yourself behind day by day so that you can live on and, you know, your descendants can read what life was like in 2020 or, you know, the, the life and times of grandpa Mikey, you know, or, or whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> and I, I completely agree with him. I couldn't have said it better. Um, part of that is because I was heavily inspired by an autobiography that I read, um, for school, which is called driven by Larry H Miller. And if you don't know, if you don't know who that is, um, that would make sense because only people who live in Utah <laughs> know who that is. But he is, I think, hands down, the most successful businessman in the history of the state. Like to put in perspective of how powerful, not powerful, um, how impactful he was, he started as a car parts sales manager. Then he I think he franchised or bought um, five Toyota dealerships and he expand everywhere else. He has Megaplex movie theater chains out the wazoo. He had the record for largest private collection of Cobra Mustangs. He I'm trying to think of one more before I get to the big one. Um, he was responsible for restaurants. 
He opened up a race car track and he's the reason why the jazz are in Utah. He bought the jazz. Okay. That's, that's usually his biggest claim to fame, you know, out of everything else, out of everything else that he did in the state, that was his claim to fame. And so I wanted to keep track of my life because I wondered, you know, when, when it's my time to go and I pass away, you know, what am I going to be able to leave behind? And more specifically, what am I going to leave behind detail wise? You know, because I can talk about, yeah, I went to SUU in, uh, from 2015 to 2021, but I can't provide details in between. Like I can't tell you what happened, you know, January 15th, 2017, you know, I, I can't do that, but with a journal, you're able to document that and you're able to kind of process what was, what happened that day and how you felt about it. So that, that was a really, um, relieving thing that I wound up doing. And one of my coworkers brought up the fact that he had tried to do a journal, but he couldn't find the consistency for it. <laughs> and, and he started when he was, uh, when he was younger. So, you know, some of the stuff felt a little cringy to him, which I feel like the older you get, the cringier your entries become because that's not you anymore. <laughs> you know, you don't think like that anymore and that's okay. That's the point of a journal. It's to study yourself. But I wanted to do this episode this early in the year, which is the second day of the year ever. Um, odds are you've already forgotten about your resolutions. Sorry, that's not me. That's statistics. Um, but I wanted to give you guys five tips. If, if you want to do this, I'm not saying you have to, again, I'm not prescribing, but five things I think you should do that will help you stay consistent with keeping a journal. Okay. These are the things that I use and they have been very helpful to me. Now I will throw out a disclaimer in there. Um, because I will be on vacation for the good chunk of December, I'm recording this on December 22nd. I had to look at the calendar. Um, so I'm recording this December 22nd, but it doesn't change the fact that I still find these very helpful. And I wasn't expecting to write every day. I was expecting to write like every week if I was trying hard. Um, so, ah, kind of wish I, uh, I ordered these a little bit. I've got five, I've got five tips here, uh, with me. Let me look here. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. Um, tip number one, you want to surround yourself with things that inspire you. Cause one of the things that I found when I write in my journal is I need to be in as, as judge free, as judgment free of a zone as possible. And I know that's kind of, <clears throat> that's kind of weird to say, but that's more of a mental thing. Like I, I need to make sure that mentally 
I can look at what I found to be important and have that be the only kind of bias in my in my thoughts for that day. So try to surround yourself with stuff that makes you feel good, stuff that puts you, you know, in a contemplative, in a meditative state, even. Um, like I know for me, I have like YouTubers that I find hilarious playing in the background. So that's stuff like um Game Grumps, Unis Honest clips, which I I actually don't know if they allow clips still. Um that that, that that's that's some legal stuff that I'm not gonna talk about here, but I usually have like those guys playing in the background. And and this actually um helped me quite a bit. I I bought something called a novel journal. Now I'm not gonna I I I'm <laughs> I don't want to say this with the intention of sounding like a smart aleck. And I I don't want it to come off like that. So if it does, sorry. But a novel journal is a journal where instead of black straight lines that divide the page and give you space to write, where the black straight lines are supposed to be are actually text from a novel. So the one that I have is the is like just a shortened version of Alice in Wonderland. And I was originally going to, I bought it with the intention of making it a, a dream journal because I was really into lucid dreaming at that time. And I was, you know, trying to get into astral projection and all that. But I found that I was so exhausted all the time and I'm so heavy of a sleeper. I seldom, seldom remember my dreams. Like it's, it's kind of exciting when I remember my dream or remember my dreams two nights in a row like that that's something we're celebrating <laughs> for me and so i thought huh you know what maybe i make it like a um a daydreaming journal because of the maladaptive daydreaming thing so i kept that up and then i was like nah you know what it's just going to keep collecting dust if i do that i'll just turn it into a journal but whenever i'm really trying to like find the time to just sit down and be in the right state of mind i read the journal. I read Alice in Wonderland and then I go back once I've kind of calmed myself down and got myself into a better state of mind, then I'll start writing. Which leads me to the second thing that I want to talk about, tip number 2. You want to give yourself time. So, I think what a lot of people say when they're confronted with the idea of journaling is I, I don't have time. I I don't want to write that much. That's okay. You don't have to write that much. Write what you think is important. And if you don't have enough time for everything that's important, turn into bullet points. You don't have to you don't have to write the Bible. Just just do bullet points. You know, and for me, because I'm um I'm very much pig-headed, I think is the right way to say it. Um, <laughs> like, like to put it into perspective, I, uh, I watched a video that was recommended for me on YouTube called The Toxicity of Hustle Culture and uh, Toxic Positivity. I am slowly slipping into that kind of, <laughs> into that kind of uh, mentality. So 
I tend to push myself pretty hard. And I also tell myself, if it's important, there's time for it. Which I don't know if I completely agree with. So, for example, um, I wrote a journal entry after I got back from a movie night with my uncle. And usually those go somewhat, somewhat late, but partly because they're school nights. You know, we do it every Monday night. And because school's out right now, it's not a school night. So we got done at like half past midnight and I stayed up until 2.15 in the morning writing in my journal. And I almost thought about stopping. I, I really, really thought about just going to sleep and trying to wake up at a decent time. But I just jotted down like in really choppy sentences um, things that I thought were important for that day. Um, clearly they were pretty important if it took me an hour and 45 minutes, which is the average time to write all those. But the, the point was I gave myself time, even if it was, you know, even if I was starting to fall asleep with a butt crack at dawn, I gave myself time for what was important. And I felt like that was going to be worth it in the long run when I look back at that and I read that, you know, um, which leads me to tip number three. Um, I usually end my entries with a cliffhanger because now that incentivizes me to explain why I wrote that in the previous entry. Like... <laughs> Like I, I always write with the intention that me 20, 30, 40, a thousand years from now is going to read this. And so now, and I guess this is a, a, a sub tip too. Now I have an audience that I'm writing for. And so that'll incentivize me to keep it not super polished, but polished enough that it makes sense. But that also helps because I don't want me in the future to read something and be like, wait, why, 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 what are you talking about? Like, where, where, where did that come from? And so I'll also usually try to explain things, um, in the entry as well. And it really helps me flesh out how I perceive certain things, how I perceive certain people and whether or not, um, I feel like that's true based off of the way that I consciously emotionally feel. And, if not, how I can change that. Like, like for example, um, I think this was my December 19th entry, but I referenced um, me and my best friend going to shoot a mannequin. But then, and this was before I came up with this tip, and this is actually why I, I love this tip so much. It's because I was falling asleep. Like, I just, th this is my nightly routine. So I closed the book put it on my nightstand, fell asleep or was falling asleep. When I started thinking 45 year old me does not know, has no idea about the mannequin. <laughs> like he doesn't, he's not going to, he's not going to remember that. And so that also gave me, um, that also gave me some incentive to write for the next day. It, it, I was obligated 
to explain myself from that past entry, um, which is kind of cool to think about. And it also made me realize a kind of a cool side effect of journaling where now I have stuff to look forward to. You know, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but that rut um, that I had, let's see, looking back at the calendar, uh, the 12th. If you look back at the episode that I had back in the 12th, one of the reasons why I was in such a rut is because I, I didn't have any motivation to get up out of bed, or I didn't have a strong enough motivation, motivation to get up out of bed. But the journal helps with that. You know, like I, if I reference the fact that my best friend and I are going out in the middle of the desert and using a mannequin as a, as a target, now I get to wake up the next morning and say, okay, here's what happened with that story. And I get to kind of discover that story well, this is going to get really existential. I was going to say, um, now I get to learn what happens with that story with myself, right? I incentivized it. I assume that future me is going to want an explanation. So I follow through to see what happened so that I can explain it to future me. It's kind of a cool, yeah, it was like a weird um, time travel moment, which kind of, Wow. That just hit me. That that just hit me. Uh <laughs> moving on. Tip number four. Uh tip number four is take notes throughout the day. So I do this because of how busy my mind is. And I try my best to have something with me at all times. And usually this is my laptop because I need the tech to do my job, right? But the reason why I need the tech is because I use my Google account almost every day. And so I use Google, Google Drive almost every day, which helps because if I notice something that day and I want to um, jot it down, somewhere, but I don't have immediate access to my personal laptop, I can at least sign on to Google, fill it out in the document. And when I get home, it's right there on my laptop. Or, um, and this is what I would recommend after watching a Timothy Ferris video on journaling, oddly enough, is um, keep a pocket, uh, keep a pocket notebook, uh, keep something small that you can just jot down bullet points in. So that way you can go back and you can look through what you thought was important that day because it was right there with you. Um, and the reason why this helps so much is because if you want to write down everything that happened that day, boom, you've got an outline. It's right there for you. You don't have to remember everything. You don't have to try super, super hard to be meticulous about it. Or, and this is what I do, you can look through all of the notes that you took throughout that day and you can organize them based off of how important you thought they were. And I use this because sometimes something may seem really important in the moment, but then you get home and you're like, actually, this, this one was a lot more important than I think. 
um, which is which is really really important um, because you don't want to bombard yourself with all this work. Which leads me to tip number five: uh, don't force it. If you miss a day, you miss a day. You at least have something written. You know, you have the entry. You have the most previous entry written. Right. If you miss a day, if you party too hard, if you get injured, if you are away from your journal for a night, that's okay. It's not like it's not like you miss one day and you're going to hell, you know. But you want to make sure that you don't give yourself so much pressure because that stress and that anxiety will really cloud your mind. You know, I I think it'll help you be less focused or it won't help you be focused. There we go. Uh, when you sit down to write it. So that is all I've got for you guys today. Um, just to go through them again, the big five tips I've got for you for keeping consistent with journal, taking journal, writing, writing journal, something about a journal is one, surround yourself with things that inspire you. Two, give yourself time. Three, end it with a cliffhanger. Four, take notes throughout the day. And five, don't force it. So that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys had an awesome New Year's Day. And um, I think I said it in the last episode, but I can't wait to see uh, what happens with this year. I'm really, really optimistic about this one. I, I think. 2020 was the year where we just got calloused and we built up the endurance to really take on anything at this point. And I'm excited to see what we do take on as a, uh, as a world. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Sorry if it's a, if it's a little bit longer one, but you know, the drill at this point, stay safe, stay healthy, happy belated new year.